Daily Biz Life Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Kukert, serial entrepreneur, business builder, and high-performance business coach. I will be bringing you exclusive interviews from powerhouse lady bosses and empowering guests on how to scale your business, add multiple revenue streams, and how to make an impact. I'm obsessed with empowering female entrepreneurs to become financially independent by growing a business they are passionate about. Get ready to uplift and empower, build your brand, and be the boss of your biz. Welcome everyone to the show today. I'm very, very excited to introduce you to my guest host today, um, Amy Bennett. Amy is an Allstate agent and we've known each other for a few years and you guys are going to be so amazed at the things that you hear just about her career and the risks that she takes. This is exactly why I wanted to have her on the show and really talk about being fearless in business and fearless as a female business owner and leader. So welcome Amy to the show today. Thank you so much, Casey. I'm excited to chat with you. Yeah. So take just a minute for the non-Allstaters. I'm sure that everyone in Allstate knows your name, but for the non-Allstaters, tell us a little bit about yourself, your business background, your, your personal life, a little bit of your story. I'd love for you to share that. Perfect. Well, I my name is Amy Bennett, and I live in Yakult, Washington, which is in the southwest corner of Washington State, out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, we have a house and five acres, and uh, we remodeled the house, so it seems like we always have a project going on. And I have three children, ages eight, then my middle one is five, and then my youngest just turned three. And I'm married to my high school boyfriend. We got married and uh, I was his first girlfriend. So I I trained him just the way that I wanted him to be. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I've been an Allstate agent for 11 years. Uh, Prior to that, I was a staff in another agent's office for eight years. And prior to that, um, I started as a telemarketer for farmer's insurance when I was 17. So I feel like I grew up in the insurance world. And uh, then um, I got involved uh, with having my own Allstate agency. And I just saw that once you have the processes and procedures in an office, the best way to grow is to have multiple locations. So I really just capitalized on that. Uh, Allstate model and and went from there. So I have a team of 15 people between five locations and my locations are, uh, I have four in Washington and that kind of southwest corner of Washington. And then I just opened my Oregon one on June 1st. So uh, we're newly into that one. And I think I'm the first uh, agent in the Northwest region to have uh, agencies in multiple states. So we could chat about that later if you wanted to. Uh, Just uh, I'm always looking to overcome challenges. And I uh, in my personal life and in my business life, I I like to fix problems. And I think that that's kind of led me down my path of uh, agency ownership and, you know, different business ventures because I'm a problem solver. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. So if you think of anything along the way, you just ask me anything. I love to share uh, my experiences with other agents, other business people, because I think we, 
we make each other better by the things we've learned along the way. Wow. What an amazing story you have. And that's, I think that's why I always felt like in a way in the background, I've always connected to you because I'm always looking for and admire um, female business owners that literally like do it all and go for it and they don't hold back. And I think that especially when I'm coaching, I think that's one of the biggest obstacles um, with my business owners that I'm coaching that a lot of um, females, they do hold back in a way because they think that, you know, am I ready? Am I ready for success? You know, they analyze all this stuff, but it seems like to me, like you just literally like go after it. Like you see something and it's like, okay, let's do this. Let's go after it. So tell us a little bit, like, where does that fearlessness come from? Because I absolutely love that in your personality. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure. Um, I, I think I've kind of just always been that way. Like, born that way. Uh, I'm very competitive and I, I like to win and I like to be successful. And I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in a positive mindset and uh, practicing gratitude. And I, I feel like, like when I get up in the morning and uh, before I even get out of bed, I just think about, you know, the things I want to accomplish during a day and what steps are going to be needed to take, to win the day, if you will. And I don't have any fear because I take calculated risks. So, uh, you know, people say, oh, you know, you're involved in all these things, but they're all things that I know for the most part. So I've, I don't feel like there's anything that I can't figure out. I, I think, have you read that book that everything's figure outable? Yes. I, yes. I really felt like that was me. Like that was my story. I'm like, yeah, like, if I don't know how to build something or do something like I'll just figure it out. And I, I think a lot of people are afraid of like the failure and like what people will think if it doesn't work out. And I, I just, I don't have that, uh, that fear because I have a really strong support system with my, my team that I work with and my husband is very supportive and uh, yeah, I just, just don't have that fear that I'm going to, it's not going to work out. Well, and I think that, I mean, that's just spot on what you said is that, you know, that you can figure, you'll figure it out. Like it may not look like you thought that it was going to be or whatever, but you will figure it out. And I love that because that shows, um, which I think a lot of, uh, you know, us sometimes lack is that confidence in ourself. Let's huge confidence in, in yourself to be like, whatever comes my way, I'm going to figure it out. I know right. that I'm capable of this. I have the tools. I know where to reach out to. I can ask for help. So it's all those different things of like asking for help, believing in yourself, being confident and just kind of going for it. Yep. And I'm the first to, to ask questions and to seek people out that are doing things better than me or doing it different than me that I'd like to know about. I'm, uh, and I love it when people ask me things uh, as well. You know, over the weekend, I had a message with a, a guy that I had met like when I first, I think we went even maybe went to Allstate school together. Uh, he's an agent in Georgia and he was asking me about, you know, cash flows of agencies and what's a good purchase price. And I just thought, you know, how cool is that, that when uh, this guy is, you know, trying to figure out his business plan and what the next step is, like I'm 
a resource to him because someone was a resource to me. And I think that's really unique in our Allstate world that people are really willing to help each other. And uh, if someone has figured it out and they're, they're doing something well, like they're, they're proud to share their experiences and what has worked well for them. So I've been blessed by a lot of those relationships and friendships uh, throughout my career. Yeah. And I love that. And I love that you mentioned that. And I, I will tell you that as a prior Allstate owner, that family community network is huge. And that's one of the biggest thing that I miss about being on the outside is that because I do remember that. I remember that no matter what, I always felt like I had someone that I could call and reach out to. And, you know, and sometimes I feel like that's missing in the business world because especially around women, you know, it's just this fear of the person succeeding or whatever it is. And there's not enough of this empowerment on, no, let me help you. Let me share with you. Let me, this is what's working for me instead of, you know, going out and sharing that and empowering others. It's like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to just keep this a secret. And so I love that you touched on that. And I love that you're a leader in that, that you really share and you're paying it forward because you felt like you were, you were given, you know, that information and advice too. Absolutely. And, you know, a few years back, I was listening to some speaker and and his point was like, there's enough wins in this, in the universe for everybody. And that one person's win doesn't take away from anybody else's win. And uh, being a competitive person, I think like early on in my career, I was afraid to really be like transparent and give all of the information because I didn't want someone to, to know all my secrets because they might do better than me. And when I flip that mindset, I have become much more prosperous with sharing that information and then receiving from other people than the earlier mindset. So, Oh yeah, it's so true. And don't you feel like, you know, whatever you put out there, like you get that back tenfold? Yes. I even think a hundredfold for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my my real success came when I took giving as the priority and and really sharing and mentoring. Uh, that's what really elevated me in my career. Yeah, yeah, so true. And like that's a win in itself, you know, in itself. Being able to share and help and empower other business owners like that right there is a win in itself. I remember during the height of my Allstate career, you know, when you're first getting started, it's all about, you know, numbers and, and meeting your goals and the achievements and the trips and winning the chip, the trips and the recognition and all of that. And then like, I felt like that the definition of success started shifting for me. And it, it, like, I still love winning the trips. Don't get me wrong on that. But I also loved that, you know, when I was helping someone or I was helping a new agent starting or whatever, that started to, that's what success started looking like for me. Exactly. I feel the same way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So tell us, I know that before when we were just chatting a little bit, so is your husband, does he own the agencies with you or work in the agencies with you or what's that dynamic? And I love that he was your high school sweetheart. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So when I worked for the other agent for eight years, uh, I always thought like I would be his office manager forever. And that was kind of, you know, that's just what I was doing. I didn't have these, these big goals and aspirations to own my own agency. So I was completely taken aback when he was like, Hey, Amy, I can't afford you anymore. I got to lay you off. And he, but he kept my 
one of my best friends and some other girls that I had trained in his office and let me go. And so I came home, I was devastated. And my husband said, well, yeah, you know, you should just do your own agency. And at that time, uh, the cash flow required wasn't like a set amount, like you could forecast how much you thought you could sell. And then based on that, they told you how much you had to bring. And mm-hmm. because I wasn't uh, prepared to ever have my own agency, I really had nothing saved up for that. So my husband said, you know what? I have a 401k from my job and he was a truck driver at a lumber company. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to cash out my 401k and uh, I will fund this for you. And uh, I believe that you can do it. And I just know you'll be successful. And uh, away we went. So he technically is not a owner of the corporation. It's it's solely in my name, but he's definitely a, a contributor to that. And I, I thought, well, gosh, wouldn't that be great? Like he could work in an office and like who would be more uh, motivated to make the office successful than, than him? Mm-hmm. And so I made him get his insurance license and he lasted about five days in the office and he said it was the most boring job he's ever done. And he doesn't know how we could sit in an office all day and it, it was just miserable. So, <laughs> uh, so that was short lived. But he uh, definitely does all like the maintenance and anything needed for the office. We own four of our uh, office buildings. So it seems like there's always something somewhere. So he's involved in, in that aspect. But I think where I really leaned on him is when we decided to have kids and have a family. And uh, with my first child. I had him, uh, had a C-section. Then I had an employee quit and I literally had to go back to work like seven days after my C-section. And I brought him with me, which is a, wow. a wonderful thing of this Allstate world that we can do that. I know a lot of my female uh, colleagues have raised their babies in the Allstate office too. And uh, we have lots of fun memories and, and pictures of uh, you know, changing diapers on on desks and, and things like that. But uh, so it was after, so my husband was still working his job. I was working in, uh, I believe I just had one agency at that point and had the baby there. When we decided to have baby two, I was getting much busier in my career. And as a truck driver, he didn't always know when he was going to be back uh, home at night. So we had daycare and I just said, you know what? I think if you left your job and I could focus 100% on my agencies, I could uh, make more money than what you are bringing in uh, because of just that focus factor. And he was like, yeah, I would love to uh, support us that way and take care of the kids. And neither one of us uh, are like nanny type of people or that we want other people to to raise our kids. We want to be hands-on with that. So uh, it was tough in the beginning because he was leaving a job that had a 401k and medical benefits mm-hmm. and all of that. But uh, our bet was right. And we saw an instant lift in my uh, business and new business sales and retention just across the board because I was able to be in the office without any distractions of, oh gosh, I got to go uh, pick up Kendall by five o'clock or, you know, whatever the case and sick kids too. You're a mom, you, you understand, uh, you know, when kids are sick, they can't go to daycare or whatnot. And so all of that was relieved from me when he could do that full time. So uh, a lot of times people are like, uh, well, doesn't he feel emasculated or whatnot? 
No, he does a great job and he's really like our our personal manager of our household. Keeps our house in check um, he, and our kids, they're involved in activities and he handles all of that. Wow, what a huge asset. And I think that it just sounds like you have an amazing supportive relationship from just that first thing him saying, I believe in you and I'm going to fund this. And then just being you know, workable and multiple really to be like, okay, I'm quitting. I'm going to come in. I'm going to take care of the kids so we can really scale this. That's amazing. Yep. And so when I talk to other women uh, that are, you know, overwhelmed with their agencies or businesses, uh, you know, across the board, a lot of times their overwhelmment really is from their personal life that they don't have that support system at home. And I don't really have good advice for that because that, that really, I came to that by, honestly, I'm, I'm blessed that it is just a blessing that that came to be. Uh, But I, I have a firm belief, like you cannot win if your personal life is not in check. And so fortunately that I've been able to, to, really lean on that in, in times I'm frustrated. And, you know, honestly, Casey, it's really nice when I come home and I'm frustrated about Allstate. And like, if he was in the business, I could probably like uh, complain for two hours to him, but he doesn't even know what these terms mean. So he's like, yeah, I'm sure that sounds difficult, but, um, you know, because he's away from it, it gives me a nice reprieve when I get home that we're not talking shop because he really knows nothing about the, the insurance business. Yeah, really. And just, you know, a different perspective. Right. Um, I absolutely love, love, love. Like I, I coach this all the time that how you show up in your personal life is how you show up in your business. So I love that you touched on that because I think that's so true. And sometimes I feel like, you know, when I'm coaching, that they think that they, the business owners or whatever, think that the personal life isn't going to matter. And I'm just going to put that aside and not really deal with it, but I'm going to tackle this business and it's growing. It's going to be really successful. And that's really the first thing that I have them dive into, like whatever issues that you're dealing with personally, that's going to come up somewhere in your business. So like, let's deal with that hard stuff first. So you can grow and flourish, whatever that means that, you know, you need to do or whatever that looks like that has to be number one before you start diving in and wanting to scale a business. For sure. And it that has come back to haunt me so many times in uh, staff, in training staff. And like they, the staff people can be like a great, amazing team member. They're wonderful to my, my clients, but they can never flourish because they are t- just their home life is, is a wreck or their, their spouse isn't supportive. And it just it keeps coming back to that, that they can never really elevate in their career until they get that part uh, dialed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Well, so it sounds like I've been taking a few notes as you've been talking and I've been writing down some of the, the assets I feel that you bring to the, the plate as a strong female business leader um, you definitely you have a positive uh, mindset and attitude. I love that you love giving back. That seems like that's one of the key kind of focuses and elements about you and that you have an amazing support system. So as we close up and wrap up, what would you say would be another really important or maybe even your number one tip for someone that either they're wanting to start a business or start an all state agency 
or they're in one and they're really wanting to get to the next level, they're really wanting to scale, what's a good piece of Amy advice that you could leave? Yeah, so I'm a really strong believer in goal setting and in charting where you're going. I'm sure in your coaching, uh, you probably coach to this effect too, but uh, I wish we were on video. I would actually show you my whiteboard, but I put my goals on a whiteboard. And then, you know, if it's a, a goal that has a timeline, you know, within the next 12 months or six months or whatnot, I break that goal down into uh, small pieces down to a daily goal and Mm -hmm. keep myself accountable that way. So I think that finding an accountability partner, if you are not strong at keeping yourself accountable uh, to my (laughs) demise or benefit, I'm not, sometimes it it seems like both. uh, I'm very, I'm not like hard on myself. Like I don't like talk, poorly of myself, but I hold myself accountable. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it on that date. And I'm, I can't deal with procrastination. Um, have you read Mel Robbins book, the five second rule? Five second. Yes. 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 So when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, like you've been doing this for years in Bennett. Uh, like that, I, I think that resonates so well. And we all have things that we don't want to do. And uh, myself included, my mine really is about fitness and working out. I hate to work out on a side note, uh, but that five, four, three, two, one, we're going to do it uh, has, has really been a game changer for me. So I write out my plan. I break down individual goals and then I go back at the end of the day before I go home and see where I'm at on that. And in my world, things come up. Um, you know, we chatted earlier that I came to my office to move some desks on Sunday and uh, someone had graffitied my new building. I've only been here for, you know, two weeks uh, with obscenities and some of them in Spanish. I don't even speak Spanish. So I had to have someone translate for me this morning what the, what the message was. <laughs> but but so that would distract a lot of people and, and get you off of what your plan was to do on a Sunday. My, my plan was not to call the police and have the police do a report, but I knew that I had to get the, these desks moved around because I have a new guy coming to uh, set up new desks. So I stayed on that accountability because I, I'm really a person of my word and I don't want other people to ever be let down because I didn't fulfill something. That's one of my other core driving things is that I do not disappoint people or I'm sure try not to disappoint people. Uh, so goal setting, uh, accountability, uh, a really structured calendar. Um, I didn't use to like time block things. And when that concept was introduced to me, I realized like how much wasted time there is in the day. Uh, I think social media can be the devil of uh, time sucking. And I, you know, people will message me something and I'll just get down this, this rabbit hole. And then an hour has gone by that I was not doing what I needed to do. So I, I try to be really diligent on where I spend my time. And then kind of going back, I'm giving you a lot of Amy Bennett uh, key things here. So if we're, we're running long or short on time, then like reel me back. But no, I'm loving it. Keep on rolling. 
focusing on people that are like-minded with you and positive. So I do not get involved in drama with people. And if I sense that about someone, I, I avoid that. So I've, I've had some people that have come to me to, for mentorship and they're like, I haven't been able to be successful because of these things. And when we trace it back, it, it's not just circumstances. It is drama that they have brought on to themselves. And so when I, I coach people on, you know, if, you, if you're going to spend your time with these people that live in this drama world, like you're never going to elevate above that. Mm-hmm. So steering away from, from drama, having a, a detailed calendar and kind of all of those things go together if you think about it. So if your day is structured with in 15 minute increments of what you're going to do, you don't have time to let your mind wander into things that uh, are a time suck is what we call them in my office. So, yes, I love all those. And it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like first off is get those goals like out of your head, get them either on paper or on a whiteboard. and, And it's all about measuring and accountability, like those time suckers, all of that kind of stuff. All I'll play into accountability. So it's like, okay, I've got this on the board. Now I'm going to hold myself accountable to meeting these. I I love how you mentioned too, is that, you know, if you just look at the big goal and look at that, that can be overwhelming, but break it down into chunks, into a monthly goal, a weekly goal, a daily goal. And I found, you know, over the years with my agencies, I've obviously had, uh, you know, lots of different staff, lots of different personalities, lots of different, uh, uh, like, styles that they prefer for coaching. And I am a big believer that you have to inspect what you expect. That was a real shocker to me in my early years of uh, running multiple locations and managing people. I used to think like if you paid people the most and you just told them what the plan was, like they would get there on their own because I didn't want to be the micromanager of it. And so I'm a really strong believer in inspecting what you expect. And that has to be put into my schedule because I will get in a tunnel mindset and just assume that they're going to do what I told them to do. So I have to now like break, you know, at, at four o'clock, I'm going to make sure that everyone's emails are done and that, you know, the, the processes that I've put in place are getting done too. So inspect what yeah. you expect uh, was like a huge, <laughs> huge concept to me. Uh, it's the crazy things you learn when you are around people, right? People are so different. Uh, I'm sure you find that in your coaching too, that like different things, different uh, triggers, cause people to feel a different way. And so much of that is like in how they're raised and their life experiences before they even knew you, uh, how that formulates a person. It's really interesting. I didn't think I was going to have to be a psychologist when I got my insurance license, but I feel like it sometimes. Well, we wear many hats as a business. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, for sure. Oh, well, I love, I feel like this interview is filled with so many Um, juicy nuggets. So thank you, Amy. I know that you're super busy and you were so willing. I reached right out to you and without hesitation, you said, yes, I'll be on the podcast. I'll come on and share. And I really respect that and love that about you. So thank you for sharing with us today and for saying yes and, and just being who you are. 
Absolutely. And if we have any colleagues in here that, you know, in the Allstate world, you ever want to talk shop, I am an open book and I would love to, to share some of my experiences. So amazing. Thank you so much. 